0: Foodie's Rock with Leslie Chesterman on show 977 an expert's guide for what to put in your mouth and where to
1: do it. At exactly 7:11. Good morning, Leslie.
0: Good morning, Terry.
1: awfully nice of you to come to Christmas at Terry's on Friday. Hope you enjoyed I love
0: Christmas and my
1: I'm glad you do. I everybody
0: hope... should listen to how much fun we had. <laughs> and I, but you know I at the end I said I wanted a steely dance song and you guys chose a steely dance song that I found way too mellow. Oh. I thought well, I no, okay. I should it was my fault. You guys I, are much more mellow than uh... I. Am.
1: <laughs> I mean there's still time to change it, Leslie. Yeah, there's still time to oh, change well, it. Oh well I've
0: got to get back to you. I okay. think we need one that you can sing in the car.
1: Okay. You, we I think
0: you guys chose one that you hum in the bathtub, but yeah, I was thinking of a steely dan you could scream out singing in the car.
1: Okay, like reeling in the ears As we or all something. do when we
0: listen to show Yeah. yeah I uh, we,
1: we should mention that uh, Christmas at Terry's involved uh, all of us sharing our different memories and choosing a song. And you'll hear that over the course of the holidays and I hope you enjoyed the uh the Malboeuf from from lafayette yeah. it was quite a beautiful a spread it was nice no i love
0: the idea of having a steamy hot dog with yeah. a big slice of kind of semi greasy <laughs> pizza <laughs> And French fries and onion rings. Yeah. That's like, I have no problem with that. That's, yeah. That's, yeah it was, it I was, love
1: that. Yeah, it was a, a, a Christmas party. I saw some
0: salads. <laughs> I didn't touch the salads. Well, you know what? There were what, like three you know, salads there with tops on them. You know what was really funny? Like
1: there was two salads there, and both of them were untouched the next day yeah. in our fridge. <laughs> were they? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you guys got those for the next day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that time yeah. of the well, year. Uh, no kidding. Well, it's also that time of the year. It's it, I got a I got a very lovely email from my ex bosses at the Gazette who asked me to for next week's uh, paper, the twenty eighth. They asked me to write uh, a list of restaurants that really made their mark in the past decade in wow. Montreal. So that's why they asked the old critic because it was about you know the yeah. older restaurants. Mm-hmm. So I kind of stopped there and I really had to think about. Like, what were the restaurants that, I'm not going to give away the list yet, but I had to think about what trends, like trend, what trends they started or what international trends they followed or, so actually as much as that was about finding all the restaurants that really made their mark, it was really about which ones kind of fell into what the trends were of the time, so I ended up kind of doing a trend list that they weren't interested in. No, I'm kidding. But uh, they're like, oh, we don't want your trend list. But no, but really, like, it's kind of interesting because when you're talking about trends, uh, it's not good to look at one year. It's good to look at 10 years. Like, Mm -hmm. if you look, that's why we're always talking about music from the 80s, music from the 90s, because it's only, like, when you get that decade that you can really have a real strong feeling for what the trends were. But, you know, like, all these people have to come up with them at the end of the year. It's like, I don't know what was big last year, like, toast? I don't
1: know. know, What what do we call them, the 10s?
0: Well yeah, well that's another thing too, is like <laughs> what is the what do we call like yeah. two thousand I I I d I don't, I don't yeah. know. I like okay. but so this past decade, although for food was a monumental. Like okay. that's a big word, but it's yeah, true. It is. Okay. Because like First of all, just think about the effect that social media had on restaurants and food. Like, first of all, 10 years ago, nobody was really taking pictures of their dinner besides me, and I was only doing it to remember what I ate when I went out, you know? And now with Instagram, everybody is taking pictures of what they ate. Restaurants are taking pictures of their whole menu. Uh, You're seeing chefs like on Instagram fishing. I mean, I don't know if we want to see that, but if you want to, it's there. Um, And also things like open table. Like, suddenly you're not calling up and, and leaving your name on an answering machine and praying to God they'll call you back before dinner time and you know also things like TripAdvisor and uh, which some people call blank advisor it starts with an sh um, because it doesn't always give good advice and Yelp which is suddenly that the general public can go in there and give their reviews of restaurants too and a lot of chefs hate Yelp and TripAdvisor and yet that has been a big boost to them so like everything's Facebook, suddenly chefs are promoting themselves on Facebook, restaurants are all, this just did not exist, like, I mean, ten year, even like 10 years ago, it was still kind of starting, so that was like the biggest thing, I think, social media, and the second thing was this whole thing about women chefs, too, is like, suddenly everybody's saying, why are we never talking about women chefs, and unfortunately, although everybody talked about that for 10 years, not has changed a lot over the past 10 years with giving more attention to women chefs but i'm very hopeful that in the next 10 years we'll hear more about you know just not that it's just this constant boys club which is what it's really been for the for you know for the past 100 years mm-hmm. let's face facts um the a big thing for the past 10 years is suddenly with this whole me too movement the the boys club well a lot of these chefs have been called out for bad behavior, and it's not just only kind of sexual problems with chefs like the famous Mario Batali, you know. Um, But it was also just like bad conduct because there is such a lack of staff for restaurants now that they've decided like you're going to have to treat people well if they're going to work for you. So that that really has changed because the kitchens were really places where people were getting pots thrown out at them and they're not getting any kind of insurance or any job stability and now that's really changing in kitchens. So that was another big trend. In Montreal, a big trend at the beginning of the decade was food trucks. Like in 2013, when they launched the food trucks in Montreal, it was like, whoa, and food trucks, do you remember? I mean, lineups for food trucks, and everybody wanted to go. Now, like, what's happened to food
1: trucks? Well, I I think, as I said, when food trucks were launched, what a stupid idea to put politicians in charge of food trucks. And I think that's part of the problem.
0: Yeah, and also it's, it's, it's really interesting how restaurateurs didn't really want food trucks around their restaurants yeah. either. So what happened is, is that food trucks ended up being kind of on Certain parts of the city, and you have to find them, and sometimes by t- by the time you got there, a lot of things were sold out, and you know what? They were expensive, and so till you know. And I remember one day I'm eating like a poutine with foie gras in my car, and I'm like, <laughs> I paid fifteen dollars for this. What am I doing? You know? So I think food trucks are going to be taken over a little bit by these new places like Timeout Market, places that you can actually yeah. go somewhere and sit and eat, <clears throat> and so. You know, and that are less expensive. I mean, the food trucks, ugh. and also these pop-up restaurants. I mean, what, like four popped up? I mean, <laughs> that was supposed to be a huge trend, the pop-up yeah. restaurant trend. I'm still yeah. waiting for that to get going here. Um, casual dining. I mean, 10 years ago, if you went to the casino to eat, you had to wear a jacket and tie. And, like, now there's nowhere that you have to wear a jacket and tie. That that sounds like nothing. But, like, 20 years ago, half the restaurants, you had to, you know, wear a jacket and tie. Yeah, can you and, not wear like, a McCartney. Sweet.
1: Sweatpants? Could yes, you not? Could you not wear sweatpants, please? Yeah. Well, to, well like you know, to I a, totally a, agree. You know, to a I restaurant, totally could, could you not find a comfy pair of pants? Yeah. To put on. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I was once at Maison Belude and I was there for uh, Christmas Eve with my family. It was like my dad wasn't well, so we all went there, which. And we all really got dressed up and like at the second seating, all these people are walking with jeans and baseball caps. And I'm like, wow, you know, like there's no fancy dress dining left in Montreal. And maybe there's a side of that that's really good. But there's the other side, too. It's just like I remember I was once sitting at the Beaver Club and a couple showed up in sweatpants and they were asked to leave. (laughs) That I don't think that would happen anymore. I no, mean they're in the not. hardcore sweatpants. Yeah, like probably not. not designer Kim Kardashian sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. They're like in like yeah. sweatpants, you yeah. know? So uh, yeah. So but the casu- like all casual dining, like even tasting menus are kind of more or less disappearing, everything's on little small plates, everybody's loud and drinking and having front of the table, there's a lot less decorum, people are standing up on their chair taking pictures of their food. This is just like <laughs> this whole attitude towards dining is completely changed, and that's for the better and for the worse. I mean, sometimes it was really awful to be with the pretentious sommelier and like really st- stodgy atmosphere, but now it's like, could you turn down the, <laughs> you know, the, the David Bowie or the, you know. Right. The loud Steely Dan, yeah, um, not that anybody's playing Steely Dan in restaurants and they should. Right. Um, also, like vegetables, lighter food, that was all a really big deal. Kale was a big thing, avocado toast, I mean, mm-hmm. my God, something I just can't even look at, let alone eat, was the big dish. And like 10 years before, the big dish was like foie gras. So the difference between avocado toast and foie gras is amazing. <laughs> I think the, the, like another big thing, Star Chefs, Gordon Ramsay showing up in town. Uh, there was the collaboration at Maison Publique with Jamie Oliver, Daniel Boulud at the Ritz. This is all new. Joël Robichon at L'Atelier, lately Marcus at the Four Seasons Hotel, mm-hmm. sometimes successfully coming in, sometimes less so, but I mean that was absolutely new in the past decade. It would be nice in the next decade to see our chefs go to other cities yes. instead of everybody coming to us and showing us how things are done, yes. but I think the biggest trend over the past 10 years. If you've been going to restaurants, you might have noticed, is the place that booze, wine, cocktails, all that has taken. And just to give you an idea, like 10 years ago, chances are your wine list was just like all French, maybe Italian, Californian. You would never get a wine from like Georgia or, you know. Or Or... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. so few Canadian wines on yep. there, and now it's just like it, it's become as important in a restaurant, the wine list, as their menu. It's like their identity. You have to have a hip sommelier. You have to have natural wines to be cool. This is all so new, and Montreal is like a really leading city when it comes to this. And before, like, you could only get a martini which or, like, the lychee martini that everybody called the pee martini. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know but that. But, like, that was the thing. There'd be, like, a martini list and, like, a Caesar, you <laughs> know, and now you go in and they're like, "Would you like one of our craft cocktails made yes. by our sous chef?" And mm-hmm. you're like, "Yes, I would." Yeah. You know, and they're like, "Well, there's you know beef marrow in there," and you're like, "Beef marrow in my cocktail?" Yeah. Okay, no thank right. you. you. know, so yeah, no thank you. But well, unless it's great, <laughs> you know. So this is like all stuff that's happened over the past ten years, and I can't like in this decade more has happened than probably the fat past fifty years in cooking. Do
1: you Do you have any idea where it's going?
0: Yeah, you know, I've got to say. I find that this past transition, 10 years, was really interesting because there was that mix of like you could still get some fancy and you could still get some relaxed. One thing that's happening is that when you go to a restaurant, I find that like eight times out of 10, it's really going to be very good. We're not getting as much bad food as we used to, you know, like yeah, especially yeah, if you go to little yeah. places. There's an amazing little restaurant called Loic, L-O-I with a omelette C, Loic, which is down um, in um, the area of Notre Dame. And they, Saint-Aurie, it's around Saint-Aurie, mm-hmm. that is, it looks like a little dive bar when you go in and they have a lot of natural wines and stuff, but mm-hmm. the food is so good and sharp, and I think that's the kind of future that we're going to see, is like, you go to a pub, the food is going to be good. You go to, like, hopefully an airport restaurant, well, I'm going too far when I say that, mm-hmm. uh, the food's going to be good, but it's like the quality of food is getting better, but everything's just getting so casual, and I think if you want to go for something really fancy, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. Mm. Okay. So get your arms and
1: legs ready, people. Okay. Because
0: you're going to have to be (laughs) giving them out to eat well. It's going to cost more and more and more.
1: Uh, Leslie, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Uh, We're going to take a break as of uh, Friday. So uh, we'll be talking to you in 2020. We'll see you in the new year. Okay. Enjoy the uh, holidays. Happy Christmas. Okay. Thanks, Leslie. Are you having turkey? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh Yeah for sure. I want to hear all about it. (laughs) Okay, Okay, take care. Talk in January. Thanks. Leslie Chesterman is a former food and dining critic of the Gazette and is uh, writing a cookbook and as you heard is doing a special piece for the Gazette coming up. She's with us every Wednesday morning at around 7.10.